live from Walnut Kills, California. This is episode number 55 of the Lucha World Podcast. This is Vandal the Love Handle Drummond, and I'm here with Frito the Freak Esparza. No, wait a minute, I'm the freak. Yeah, you're, you're the, the Frito. Freak. I'm Frito. You're freewheeling Frito Freak. We haven't done a podcast in a while, so... It's been quite some time. Actually, it hasn't been... It, it, well, we it, did interviews it, in between. It so. wasn't as long as the last hiatus we had. Yeah. But, yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, we've done a lot I, of stuff since then. I, I actually watched a couple of matches. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched less wrestling since... But we've gone to a lot of live shows, so... We've gone to like, a lot of live shows. That, that was fun. And CML's been really boring lately, so it's like yeah. I... Except I did watch the Volador Jr. versus Caristico match. Yeah. In uh, the Lucha Elite, that was really good. Really good. Volador Junior, man, he keeps going up in my book. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, he's been really good this year. But like he said, he's a good every year. So <laughs> <laughs> when I was telling him, when I told him, "Hey, do you think this is your best year?" He's like, "No, I've been pretty good every year." So, <laughs> you know, very it, modest. It, it was funny watching that. It was funny watching that match, though, because you could have had two wrestlers doing the identical moves and they probably wouldn't have the timing he has the um you know the gestures to the crowd just yeah. the whole package of him is just so, yeah. so and Caristico's look pretty good also since yes. returning mm-hmm. he kind of had that little well you know he looked good in AAA at certain points too so it's like it wasn't Yes, it's just with him it depends on the opponent and it's going to be a really interesting test this Friday when he wrestles with, um, he's in that tag team final where he teams up with um, Steve Bernetico versus Mephisto and uh, Mystico. Oh, so I'm that's going to be to that's, that. yeah, that's going to be interesting because you got Cibernetico, uh-huh. you got Cibernetico on his yes. team, and you have Mystico on the other team. So it's like there's, and then Mephisto has a habit of he's either really good or really just kind of there. So it's like <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> I might watch it. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to watch it because this week I might have something to do on Friday. So. Oh my gosh! Something to do yeah, on Friday night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I, I just, I've been busy. Like I haven't watched a lot of like I, we were talking about this when we went to the show that I, I haven't been watching a lot of the the Tuesday Monday Tuesday that's shows. Right. Just, yes. They're yes. so boring. It's like, and there's other stuff going on. Better, yeah, and, and better if, call if, Sal, Gotham, all these in other fact, shows. The two the two other matches I checked out were probably the only really good matches I've ever seen from Arena Puebla. And that was the sixth man that set up the uh, Carvernario versus Mosca Dorada. Yeah. And then the match between the two of them. Which yeah, was, and that was like, that was before it got bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. been bad <laughs> the last two, today, I think tonight it's going to, we're, we're recording this on Monday. I think tonight might actually be pretty good because that's Ultima Girl versus Rush. But they give so much time to the opening match, guys. That it kind of cuts down on the main they event. Really the, the, so it's like, it really gets, ends up. Scale back. Yeah, it's, it's really like this, the lineups are really like. The main events are really short, so it's like, yeah. And then the Tuesday shows, oh man, this is they're just boring. Like, but Tuesday shows have traditionally for a long time now. Oh, they were good. Bad. They were. I think the when Cadena Tres started, I think it was the Tuesday shows mm-hmm. that started with them. They were really good. So mm-hmm. they they had guys going all out. Oh, maybe. But then, like the last couple of years, it's been hit or miss with those shows. Although wow. those those shows with the Gran Alternativa were really good, <coughs> but the last couple of shows have been ugh. Um, it sounds like the most like sensational news this week has. Uh, this week has been the last couple of weeks. 
If you're talking about what I think you're going to ask me about. The whole octagon yeah, situation. Yeah, that's been going on since, the, uh, the, since April the 10th. The sub-octagon, the false octagon, the real yeah. octagon, who's the real octagon. Yeah, it goes back a few months. It goes back since he left AAA, so I think he left last summer, I think. Yes, but, this, last but, but these last particular weeks, it's really kind of hit the head. Oh, it? yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. So he shows up at a at an autograph signing of the new... Well, AAA unveiled a new Octagon Jr. Mm-hmm. Well, unveiled... Well, yeah, it's a new one because they had one before. Um, Callisto, who's in WWE, was the first Octagon Jr. If you yes. remember that. I think it was, what, three years ago? Sounds right. Sounds, sounds about right. Two, three years ago. Um, so, so Octagon leaves AAA. AAA decides... They spend a few months. They finally de- debut Octagon Jr., it's Flamita under the mask. It's no secret. Everybody knows who it is. So um, Octagon gets very upset, and he uses Twitter. He uses social media to... Well, supposedly he has people that handle that. I don't know if it's... <laughs> I don't know if it's him or him joking that he has people handling it. I'm guessing it's him because it's on all caps. It's probably him and yeah. his imaginary yeah, so friend type. He's got these weird... He's, he's just crazy. Well, he's drunk and sound <laughs> at this time. So he's just crazy. So uh, he shows up at uh, the autograph signing of octagon jr it's at a restaurant owned by a, a promoter and um the promotion cara lucha mm-hmm. viral has a has like a i don't know if it's his restaurant but it's under that re, under that promotion's name and stuff and so he's doing an autograph signing octagon shows up with like like a like a, a truck like a group of people show up it's him his wife his wife is holding like a baby. Uh, there's this other lady and these men around them. Supposedly, he says it's just like some of them were friends. One of them was his bodyguard, but everybody said it's not true. He had bodyguards. Oh so, um, so they show up. He starts yelling at um, Octagon Junior about how he's he's a fraud, and he's like, "What do you have to say about yourself? What do you?" And, he, and Octagon Junior saying he has no comment. This is a pro. This is a situation. This this issue is between AAA and Octagon. So he's all, he's like, he's still just sitting there. Octagon reaches over and pulls off his mask. And, and Octagon Junior Flamita leaves. Mm-hmm. And Octagon's yelling. And he's got, he's got somebody filming the thing, the whole scene and everything. Other people are filming it. He leaves with the mask. And, like, everybody's, like, he, like apparently, like, one, one of the, the promoter was trying to, like, get, get the mask back from um, mm-hmm. Octagon. But Octagon wouldn't give it back. So then the security guards got in his way. And so, like, if you look at the video, I think there was one video that shows, like, the guy putting his hand into his pocket. Oh, and so every, so, oh, so this Lord. one fan said, oh, everybody puts their hand in their pocket. It's like, dude, <laughs> nobody puts their hand in their pocket as somebody's... If somebody's reaching at you and you put your hand in your pocket, that means you're doing something else. Exactly. You know, it's not... It's exactly. not you're not going to hand a, a hand them a card or a stick of it, gum, it's you know? Not, it's not going to get laid back and say, yeah, I think I'll put my hands in my pocket and just watch this yes. guy's fight. Yes, or, or you're not... Watch yeah, that. my best friend. Yeah, so... You know? So then, <laughs> so then Octagon leaves. You see this little baby <laughs> being carried... Being you know walking out and you know carried off into this um it's like a white truck kind of like the oj truck <laughs> so it's like it looks like this really crazy scene and they all leave so then um the promoter was upset about it and he said he was gonna file a lawsuit i don't think he I, i'm guessing he didn't do anything about it like for 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 like doing doing that in front of you know in front of an, a crowd and stuff and stealing the the mask too yes. and i thought it was funny if you if octagon went to got arrested for stealing a, a, his own <laughs> his own gimmick you know like because that's basically his gimmick so um that whole 
everybody was up half the people were upset about it mm-hmm. other people were weren't the major actually the majority of people were upset about it if you think about it but then like so then hijo santo decides to chime in and he's like i'm here to support you unlike other people when i went through my same situation who didn't support me so the, what does he do he posts a picture of um tinieblas jr um hanging around with axel Axel is um, uh, Santos' Santos's, uh, nephew. Yes, who he's had a legal battle with over mm-hmm. the years over the over the use of the Santo name. Yeah, the fucking grandson of Santo. Why can't he use that name? So, um, so then, I mean, what kind of? Well, I mean, I shouldn't say we all have relatives that are kind of fucked up. Oh so. yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> that so I kinda, goes. Yeah, I can't just say it's Santo. It's everybody has a relative. Know, a lot of people have relatives like that. Although in wrestling, I think that the eccentricity vibe goes. A little I think it's than you know that I think it's because we're in, in in lucha, especially in lucha. You see so many families together at lucha shows mm-hmm. that you think they all get along, and then you find out there's one who's feuding with them or stuff like that. It's like, oh, I didn't. Oh, know. Oh, and there's some who do a pretty good job of putting on the happy face. Yeah. Uh, when necessary and then going at each other behind the scenes yeah so that picture he posts taking a shot at Tinebles Jr mm-hmm. Tinebles Jr re- reacts and he's like hey um, you shouldn't drag me into this your mess Santo uh-huh. because guess whose event that was it was Octagon's event guess who <laughs> took the picture Octagon took the fucking picture <laughs> so stop talking shit about me so he stopped um but that was hilarious. That was like the, the other part. So then LA Park, I was like waiting. I was like, dude, somebody has to like t- tell LA Park because he had the whole problem with um, AAA like years ago over the La Parca name. Yes. And although he was the smart enough to figure out, hey, I'll just put LA Park, drop an A, put a couple of periods. And things there were we settled. go. Yeah. Things were and he, he kept He's still a star. So LA Park writes, Hey, uh, when I went through my situation and other guys went through their situation with AAA, Octagon never backed us up, never came out and backed backed us up mm-hmm. in our situations. So why should we back be backing him up? Yeah. So it's like, fuck him, you know, like. Business <laughs> for himself. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so it's like, so Octagon kind of kept like every, but you know, you still had those other guys who would be like, oh, because because they need the booking and Octagon's a name that's going to get booked. Yes. You know, he's still some people there's a lot of a lot of the promoters, there's a lot of younger promoters who Octagon was a guy that they idolized, so mm-hmm. they're going to book him. So um that kept going. Octagon said he had a very soon he was going to have news of his own. And that news happened like about maybe a couple of days later where he introduced Hijo del Octagon. Ah. His son. His son. His quote unquote son. But he didn't use the quote or unquote. He actually said it was his son. <laughs> so I'm using the quote unquote because um, as this goes on, as he's introducing his son, he also mentions he has twins. Two oh, younger so sons. Los hijos de octagon. So there were three. There was the, I, I th- there were a few people who were confused because they thought it was just the twins. Mm-hmm. But he had actually mentioned that he had one son and he had twins. So there was three sons. So um, Dorian Roldan right, uh, chimes in with a, Oh, I didn't even know he... I've known this guy for, like, since the mid-90s, maybe. I never knew he had sons. <laughs> so, 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 I'm like... I have a very important question. 
Yes. What are, what what name are they going to give the baby they took along to the? Yeah, that's the other one. I have no know? idea. That's what I'm curious about. Is yeah. that a son? Who was that? Is, yeah. Well, is that is that a, was it a boy or a girl? That's what I'm kind of trying. Is, is, is the baby's name been trademarked? Baby right? Octagon. You know, yeah. you go with that. It could work. I would start yeah, selling. Why not? Why not? Merch and, for and, kids. And, and, to make, and to make it clear, and I think you've said this when we brought Octagon up previously, it is AAA is essentially in the right. Yeah. It's yeah. Their, they are the ones who hold the trademark to the game. Yeah, they, they, they own the trademark in, in Mexico. So that's the other thing. So Octagon has actually gone to court while, or filled out the proper paperwork to get the trademark mm-hmm. back. And he's been turned down for that. So what he's trying to do is he's trying to prove that he had been Octagon before he had been in AAA. How bizarre. Which, I mean, that's how you, that's how you would work it. Like, yeah. Like, that's how... Like... That's how you would work it, like if you were that in another at another time, and you owned the name mm-hmm. at some point before that. Or like, I'll use my I'll use my website as an example. When I was dealing with Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. if Lucha Underground had used the World Lucha name that they wanted to use, and if I said, "Hey," um, although I wouldn't have thought of it, World Lucha to me, World Lucha isn't Lucha World, so I don't really give a fuck. Right. <laughs> so it's like I don't understand why that why why they would think I would make a big deal about it. So, but if I really wanted to, I could get an attorney. And I could show them, hey, look, I have proof. I have um, the logo. I have the website. I have all this other stuff. I had this name before that. Mm-hmm. And that name kind of comes close to my name. And I guess they would actually have a legal battle or something. I don't know why the fuck. Like, first of all, I wouldn't even think of doing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, exactly. so then that's what Octagon's trying to do. He's trying to prove that he had the name before that. But here's the problem. Octagon claims he created the name. Well, there's people who think, from what I've always been ter- told, Antonio Pena created the name Octagon. Amazing. And yeah. who had the trademark before AAA existed of the Octagon Absolutely. name? Absolutely. Well, that's the thing is who has Antonio the Pena had the name. Yes. <laughs> so it's like Antonio yes. Pena. So Super Luchas, Ernesto Campo was mentioning that um, he wrote an article on, on the history of the name. And he had actually found that, that uh, Pena's, Pe- um, Pena had trademarked the name like since AAA started and probably before that too. So because before that he was actually, uh, I, I remember, I think it was Conan mentioning that he was coming up with all these. <laughs> he had somebody before. else, yes, and he yeah. had somebody else who was going to be Octagon that mm-hmm. turned it. I think he might have turned it down. I think that's the one right. name. I think I can't remember if it was that name or there was another name that he came up with that was turned down. But I know that was one of the. He had other people who he had thought about as Octagon. So uh, so then, how is he going to prove? That's where I'm trying to figure out how is he going to even if he proves that he was Octagon. There's, there's still that whole AAA has to there has to be a history there has to be enough paperwork in, in, in even in Mexico there has to be enough paperwork where it's going to be something that's going to be ongoing forever and ever and ever over that name so it's like I don't really understand what splendid I'm surprised this, you know this, the, the business side of wrestling is actually more I, exciting than the wrestling itself. I made it. You know how you have now, like in, like in, like in, like different news. We well, we talked about this last time that we need like a legal, legal expert for Lucha Libre to tell us about all this um, trademarks and stuff like that. Just somebody who could like tell us what what the guy could do. Like, yeah, we should. You know, like, you have sports. Well, we should hit up Ebony Blade, Eric Anderson, uh, <laughs> or Bob Barnett. Uh, uh, Bob Barnett could probably actually tell you some of the uh, do's and don'ts in Lucha specifically. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It would be an entertaining segment. Yeah. That, either of those guys. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's, there's other stuff besides it that's going on with Lucha where it's like, 
Isn't that like, like even with Lucha Underground, what happened with Lucha Underground when they were telling the MVP situation? The whole, that's right. That, that's I, the other I, I one don't that, think I had, did, did we... I have no idea if we talked about it. I don't think we, yeah. We talked about it with a bunch of other people, but we didn't talk about it. (laughs) But essentially, MVP on his podcast uh, gave some spoilers about some of the upcoming Lucha World episodes, if I remember right. Lucha Underground. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I couldn't get through a whole podcast of messing that up. Lucha Underground, but he he, uh, gave some spoilers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you pretty much say you don't, you're not going to, give away any spoilers when he signed the contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, that's... I think with him, it's so obvious that he screwed up that it's like... Yeah. You don't need an attorney to tell you that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and, yeah. and it sounds like even he was cognizant of that and was saying, yeah, I messed up. Yeah. Yeah, but that... that And I know when we met, we saw little Cholo at that show. <laughs> we could tell the story because he, he didn't say anything. Yeah, he so. didn't say anything. We were just saying, how were the tapings? And he goes... No, no, no. What happened... Um, what happened, he's he's getting ready to wrestle, and he's just walking back and forth in front of us that whole time. Mm-hmm. And you had actually waved to him to say hi, and he, didn't, he totally just ignored you because he was, I think he was in the zone. Trying yeah. To, and then he finally said, he finally stopped, and he's like, hey, how's, how's, how's it going? He said hi to you. He said hi to me. And I, I look at him, and I go, did you wrestle earlier? And he's like, yeah. I go, I, go, I know where you wrestled, but so don't tell us anything about what went on earlier today. That's right. And then he's like, and then he's like, Oh no, don't worry. I won't tell you. I won't tell you. (laughs) And we just started laughing about it. Cause you know, I, I didn't even, I didn't, I knew there were tapings Mm because they've been doing tapings. It's obvious. They do the tapings that when they, when they schedule them at a certain time, they do like, I think it's like four weeks or six weeks worth of, of the weekends here in LA. Yes, and in this area, it's pretty evident all the message boards and everything. And then we also knew because we also knew because um, Dr. Wagner Jr. Um, was replacing um, Cibernetico for that show. Yes, and Dr. Wagner Jr. was scheduled. Um, we had been we had heard earlier that he was show, gonna, he was arriving That's late, right. late this because was the of show the in he was arriving late because of the of the tapings. Yes. Oh, and that, this was actually funny because um, the guy said that they were expecting the stars to arrive. Lil Cholo and Dr. Wagner Jr. were the stars of the show, and I was like, "Man, Mascara Dorada's back there." Oh my God. <laughs> I, I told, I told the, I told the security guard, "Mascara Dorada's back there." I mean, he's actually like probably a little bit higher than. <laughs> he's up there with Dr. Wagner. He's not up there with Dr. Wagner Jr., but he's sort of ahead of um, Lil Cholo. So. He definitely is. Yeah, Oriental kind of is too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's not a knock on Lil Cholo. Just yeah, yeah. Guys, these guys uh, have a little more international notoriety. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny that little that little interaction, and then he got. Funny. He got asked why we were we were saying that by somebody else, and he said, "Oh, it was a whole thing with MVP that mm-hmm. that he said some stuff, and he got he got in trouble." And but he, we didn't say anything else. Kind of, yeah. we all kind of just we all just kind of like stayed well, quiet afterwards. I don't want anybody. To yeah, their, their yeah. Job. I think I think Mascara Dorada came out after that, and we just went and talked to him afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he stopped us from saying more. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, so Ijo, so Octagon introduced Ijo del Octagon. Um, he had the twins with him. Um, right after he introduced them, mm-hmm. there was somebody on Facebook who's very reliable. All I have to say is he, he's a photographer. Okay. And those who know already know who, who it is. I don't need to name names. I'm not going to get him in trouble or anything. Um, and he said, he said, hey, isn't that the guy? Isn't that the guy that w-? he kind of insinuated? He's, isn't he that guy? Just saying that. That's all he said. And then everybody's like, yeah, I think it is that guy. He's like, oh, man, come on. And, but that's all he said. He didn't say who it was, but he insinuated he had already seen him wrestle elsewhere. 
so that was the insinuation that the hijo del octagon was an indie luchador. So afterwards, it was it was kind of reported that he might be um indie luchador out of Mexico named um Marabunta Jr. Although um, octagon claimed it's not. But I think it kind of the similarities are up there, so I think we're going to start tracking his um, <laughs> the the who's who, who's where and who's what doing what. This will be uh, yeah. I look forward to the next couple of weeks. So then, Super Luchas wrote a story about it, about it how um, the twins were um, were raised here in California in, in the United States, mm-hmm. and that Octagon they're the sons of a of a luchadora that Octagon had had an affair with, and so. And he had not had any interaction with them whatsoever over several years. Until and so then, like suddenly, <laughs> yes, yes. Now he's got. This, this sounds like a novella. Yeah. We should. I'm you know, telling you, I wrote that. I said I should let's write call the. Call Ray Network and yes, tell them you got I, the wrong series yes. going. Let's, I'll, I'll let's do the Octagon, going. the movie, and they could show it before. Like <laughs> they should, they could show them in between the Dolph Lundgren films or whatever, <laughs> or the or the martial arts films. A little Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah. Like throw there. throw it in there. Um, yeah, so so that's actually been like the big story in Mexico right now. And you just have a lot of people who are just like really upset at Octagon. Others are upset at AAA for doing that. It's it's just a it's just a mess. Poor Flamita is like in, caught in the middle, and and it's funny because because a lot of people were um, like Octagon was like, well, he shouldn't he should he should know what he's doing. He's it's a fraud and all this stuff. And it's like he's worked with people in AAA who were regimmicked under that name. Psychosis. He yes. worked with Psychosis. He worked with La Parca. He worked with Hysteria. He worked with uh, uh, Mascara Sagrada, the second version. He worked with all these Pentagon. He worked with the Pentagon who replaced the one that almost died. And, and then he worked once, with Pentagon Jr. And not once did he cry fraud on Yeah, he guys. never said fraud for those guys. But now that he's not with AAA, he's calling fraud on Flamita. So it's like this well, whole... Well, maybe we should just double check to make sure that WWE did not uh, trademark... Lex Luger's narcissist character because it sounds like Octagon should be repackaged as, as the narcissist. Well, what I want to know is why AAA hasn't filed a lawsuit with um, over the merchandise that Octagon's selling. I mean, that's... Uh, that's I mean, I, I'm guessing they just yeah, don't want to deal with it. They own the name. there wouldn't be much there. Yeah, so I... Yeah, and I'm thinking... I'm thinking they, they, they would probably counter it if he took them to court. Yes. I would think that's what they would do, but I mean, I'm guessing that's what... They're attor- I mean, supposedly they're attorneys, um, the Roldan family's attorneys. Which yeah. In Mexico, there's a lot of licenciados. So. Maybe they don't wish to <laughs> There's a lot of people in Mexico who use the term licenciado that aren't really licenciados. <laughs> licenciados? Attorney. Licensed? Attorneys. Okay. Yeah. Lawyers. Lawyers. Abo- yeah. I thought it was abogado. Abogado, yeah. Licenciado, abogado is the same thing. Oh, okay. Attorney, lawyer. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, was it good? Uh, and uh, since we last talked, the Conan update. <laughs> both Conan update and the whole AAA situation. Last time we talked, there were people kind of scattering away from AAA. So a lot of the guys that were like with Cage was using Elite to like possibly go work for Elite mm-hmm. to get a payday in Mexico. He couldn't because of Lucha Lucha Underground. And then Hijo Fantasma, who was trying to get WWE, he's also can't because of Lucha Underground. They're all kind of finally getting back into dealing with. Um, well, Cage returned to AAA, so he reached an agreement with them, and I guess Hijos Fantasma also did too. Um, Goya Kong, it was funny. Remember when they said that she had actually left AAA? Yes. But what was, what was revealed was that she was pregnant. She's gonna be Mama Kong. Yeah. So, 
what I'm thinking happened with Goya Kong was I think somebody, and this happens a lot with a lot of people who report about Lucha, somebody, or you just insinuate, mm-hmm. like, like she might have been asked, hey, are you going to be wrestling in AAA? And she might have said, hey, no, I can't right now. Or I'm not right now. And so they so then, oh, and- she's not in AAA anymore. So it's like, instead of thinking, oh, because maybe she didn't want to reveal that she was pregnant, you know? Yes. That's something that's they a just, private They matter. just elaborated on it without, yeah. uh, without thinking that there might be less something yeah a different yeah so that she said that she hadn't yeah. left that she can't wrestle because she's um she's pregnant so mm-hmm. <laughs> there's wow. somebody who just somebody wrote like this rude like this slightly rude tweet to him to me and i think they deleted it and i'm like dude don't delete that stuff you just leave it <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like it's like i'm okay with it it's something about goya kind of like dude that's just that's cool. oh, just something crude. yeah yeah no i yeah. just thought it was i just thought that, it was, that's why i think long and hard before i put something on yeah yeah and i think he probably thought this is a bad tweet and i was like but i'm like dude you send me a tweet i i usually check twitter like at least every couple of hours if i'm home mm-hmm. i'll check it every so often and unless you're really fast at deleting it and plus they send you emails too like they send you an email or or your texts They'll send you a text. Yes. So that thing shows up. Even if even if you delete it, that person still sees it. Oh yeah, yeah. Finger so it's prints, like fingerprints don't go away on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, I'm, yeah, because they show up. They show up on on your email or stuff like that. And if somebody sees it and it raises their eyebrow, they can screen save it. And yeah, yeah. So it's it like and... like don't write that stuff. It's like don't do that. <laughs> think before you like if you're somebody who doesn't want to get that reputation. Think before you tweet. You know. Yes. Um, so yeah, those people are back. Conan is still gone, <laughs> so, so, so he's going on like he he's he has a new uh, Facebook page. I think it's Conan Conan fifty one fifty on Facebook. Oh, uh, it's it's I Conan. haven't seen that. I'll have to check. I it don't out. know if it's Conan. I don't, I don't know if it's but I, just look up Conan. Um, it's um, and he posts videos on there, and it's really interesting. He's talking about like the octagon situation, and how he's telling um, wrestlers like young wrestlers getting into the business if they have a name, trademark it. Do whatever you have Own to pr- protect. Yeah, protect your name. It. It's like it's not that. I don't think it's that expensive to do that sort of thing. It's just a paperwork and stuff like yeah. that. But it's like you don't really think about that stuff. But I, I think it's more of an issue if you go to the promotion and you they decide, hey, I want to use your name. Yeah, that would be. An and issue. then like because I think that's the thing like with Flamita. Like if he doesn't want to be Octagon, if he leaves AAA, he still has the name Flamita. Like he could still use that as an independent. So he he still keeps it. But um, and even Dr. Wagner Jr. went through that with AAA, remember? And he's had the name before AAA existed, which is fascinating. Yeah, they trademarked it. Cibernetico is going through that with because uh, they own the they own, they trademarked it in um, in the United States. Well, and that's why that's why he wasn't allowed to wrestle here. Although I'm assuming it probably wasn't as rampant as is now. There were certain things that were, you know, trademarked way back in the day. I heard like Mil Moskers was trademarked. Right around the time he started, really? Wow! I don't know if that's true. But well, probably the guy who um, Valente, created I think it's the, Valente, Perez. yeah, and publishing that you've got to go through all that stuff. Yeah, because he was one of those guys whose character was kind of formed for. Yeah, him. like I'm guessing people who do like comics and stuff like that, they know what that they got to do yes, all that stuff. So absolutely, I think they, they're more familiar with the that law. And I remember hearing years ago about you know lawsuits with uh, Santos family and people yeah, you know, doing bootleg merchandise. Yeah, it, it, it is funny because I remember when Lucha was getting really big here, uh, you'd occasionally see bootleg Santo shirts, and 
Uh, hey, we bought people, one, didn't we? <laughs> I think we did, yes, yes. But people would say, oh, what are they going to do? It's in another country. And I'm saying, well, yeah, some people are a little more... Yeah, there's certain about, certain guys. Yeah. No Moscow's is one. Yes, absolutely. I think everybody else is kind of a little less interested in that stuff. Well, it probably has to be worth the Yeah, it has to be life. worth Because, I mean... Are you, you going to sue a t-shirt vendor yeah. who sold $50 yeah, worth Yeah, it's of like, shirts? are you going to sue that guy? Probably just tell him to stop, mm-hmm. and they'll stop. That's yeah. more likely what would happen. Um, so that's kind of like with Conan I mean he said he has a couple of projects but uh, he hasn't really said anything so who knows That's I, he's also out of Lucha Underground I'm getting because he wasn't the oh um, Lucha Underground did you already watch this past week's Lucha no I have not uh, I don't want to spoil it <laughs> well, you, don't they had, Lucha, you don't want to upset Lucha Underground well, well it's this past <laughs> week it's this past week so Lucha Underground wouldn't get upset the but fans. they still might not hire you because you told something oh, that already like happened that somebody already saw but I didn't see yeah, I would so just... if somebody saw it but I didn't see it then I'd know what yeah. happened they say you spoiled it I for... would probably if I worked for them I'd probably end up getting fired within a week <laughs> just because of just because of some shit that they would tell me I couldn't do and I'd be like well fuck you I'm leaving <laughs> well, it, sounds like, it sounds like if you do it that one day at the interview the, when we are doing interviews I was already kind of annoyed with the lady telling me I could only ask two questions like dude what the fuck are we doing here if it's so two questions goofy. I remember how they freaked out when I was about to get a picture with Pimpin Nate. yes and I even got upset about that I was like dude why, yeah. why are these, these yeah, yeah it's just like, like tr- you know, yeah. ease up ease yeah, up yeah it was annoying I would just I would have been like gone um, yeah so what was I saying about Conan you're talking about his current projects? Yeah, well, I don't know I don't know what his projects are. He hasn't said anything. He's doing his podcast. He's back doing his podcast, but he has not mentioned a single thing about Lucha Underground, and he's been kind of quiet. He's only taking shots at AAA on, um, on, on Twitter and on his Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't think... He might have not said anything on Facebook, but on Twitter he has. Oh, um, he did because um, uh, this promoter out of San Diego, FCW, um, booked Pentagon Jr. for a show. For this um, this upcoming um, week weekend, and AAA pulled Pentagon Junior off that show. Mm-hmm. So then, um, so then they got upset about it because they didn't give them a reason why or anything. But this this upcoming weekend weekend is um, kids. They celebrate Kids Day in Mexico. So there's like hundreds of shows on mm-hmm. on the weekend. So. Um, Pentagon Junior's booked like in four different shows that week or something like oh that. I don't think it's. I think it's like that weekend. I don't. It's it's weird. So um, Conan got upset because this he had basically been booked since um, we got the poster like in mid March. So he's probably been booked for at least two months. It's been hyped for a while. Yeah. So it's been hyped for a while. So um, so then uh, Dorian Roldan responded. Well, he's got to book his talent through through the AAA office so what I'm guessing happened was he might have been booked through previously through um, Conan and ah. people who were working with AAA back then and now that yes. now that they're not they're not accepting that deal gotcha yeah so the guy the guy said the guy writes they told me not to make a big deal about it or not to make a, make an public outrage or anything and <laughs> he did it anyway it's like dude you're obviously not gonna I'm sure it's gonna get settled because I mean money always settles stuff. So yeah, this is true. Yeah, so that's that. I don't really know what's going on with Conan as far as that. Triple uh, A also brought in. Um, oh, the one thing about Conan that I will say, um, L.A. Park, very opinionated lately. He writes on. Um, I don't know if he wrote it on Twitter or he um, said it in an interview. Oh, he said it. I think he might have said it in a video that he posted, and then he wrote it on Twitter. 
that he was glad to see that AAA had um, cleaned out, cleaned house out of um, the bad people in the promotion. Really? And he kind of insinuated Conan. Insinuated that Conan Conan was was one of those bad people. Wow. Um, Last week, um, L.A. Park worked a show that that featured AAA talent Mm -hmm. on a Monday in Nuevo Laredo. And on Wednesday, he worked the Elite Show featuring Sam Allen talent. Oh, my gosh. So... I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, oh. yeah, and Dorian Rosan keeps asking if LA Park is com- fully committed with um, Interesting with sense. Elite. So it's like <laughs> with CMLL, like, but it's Elite. He's not involved with sounds CMLL. Sounds like he's still kind of the hippie vagabond he alluded to a few years ago. Yeah, when he left AAA. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to go back because, like he said, he's not he's not going to sign a contract with anybody. So it's like because wasn't yeah wasn't that kind of his statement? I mean, I love the fact that he outright said I'm a hippie. Yeah, and sounds like he kind of likes just kind of doing well, anything. Well, because he said he said last time he signed a contract, his name was taken. <laughs> so he's like <laughs> he's like I don't want to do it again. Plus he's, but I'm guessing he's. I I think he's just gonna as long wherever the money's at, he'll be at. Yes. There. And that's what he said about like Dr. Wagner Jr. Because Dr. Wagner Jr. is back doing the reality series that he did in uh, Mexico. It's like a survivor type of show. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody was upset that he. Some fan said, "Oh, I can't believe he's going to do that. He's not going to be at this show, and he's going to." And he, um, Ali Park's like, "Well, you can't get mad at him. He's going where the money's at." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like that's the name of the business. Yeah. So AAA brought in uh, Pagano <coughs> and La Familia de Tijuana. Mm-hmm. Who are now La Familia Fronteriza, the Frontier. Yes. TJ and Juarez are the Frontier. Mm-hmm. So it's Pagano, Damien 666, um, Halloween, and Nicho, El Millonario, ah. formerly Psychosis. And that's a group, and they're feuding with um, Perils del Mal, Pentagon Jr., and all those guys. And everybody's like, why are they wasting Pentagon Jr. with these guys? It's like, it's AAA. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody doesn't understand. Like, they see Pentagon Jr., like, how badass he is in Lucha Underground. I think, oh, Lucha, he's like, he's finally like, he's borderline. He may not be like the main guy, but he's one of the main guys in, in Lucha Underground. And then they see um, the lineups for AAA and he's not really in the main event. He's always like, he's been in main events like in tag matches and trios matches, but he's not like the singles main event guy. So it's like, people yeah. are like, why is he? Like, Dude, that is bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, CML has run a lot of tournaments. And we love tournaments. I hope you're, you're enjoying all those tournaments. Oh, I enjoyed that one match between Caristico and Volador was technically a tournament. That is tournament, too. I, I wrote that, too, in, in the format. <laughs> I, go, I go, Elite, running tournament, tournaments, too. Just the way uh, they put each other over in that. So when, when you skipped the cybernetico singles match? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. In fact, that was, in fact, I know he's had a lot of singles matches. Like, why are you guys doing this? In fact, the aforementioned matches, the only tournament match I've seen so far. But yeah, he he uh, put Mystica's uh, or Caristico's Mystica armbar. <laughs> like but I mean, he put him over big in that match. Yeah, so it, it looked really cool. And then. Uh, it, it was a good, like, I think it was almost uh, 20 minutes, if I remember. Yeah, called. yeah, it was. It, 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 one fall match, really solid. Really I like that show. I like that show. Like, I've seen a couple of the, the episodes. The Azteca one? The Azteca, yes. the elite Azteca show. The CML show, like, the one-hour show that they do here, I mean, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but it's there's a lot of editing. editing. But the elite, the Azteca show is actually, I, I enjoy and it. On that Azteca Because they have show. two singles matches, and then the, the trios match. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And, you, you know, 
the only thing I hate about it is the announcers. <laughs> the announcers, I don't, Shocker, I don't like Shocker's announcer. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't just have Puma or Tiger doing the announcing on that show, too. If they're not going to have them wrestle on these shows, have them. Although they do wrestle on those shows, but I mean, that's obvious. Those yeah, two guys are actually. That's why then. Those are, but those are the two. Yeah, that's true because Shocker's the one that's not wrestling. But Shocker's not a good announcer. Not a good announcer. And um, I, I, I usually you know my complaint with uh, Lucha on TV is usually the camera work. Uh huh. And it's much better on this show than most Lucha camera work there is. There's a lot less audience shots, you know. I got to tell you this story because I, I was laughing because um, my mom, I was telling my mom about, um, there, I think there was a podcast, a wrestling podcast that I had to link to or something. And I was telling her something about the podcast. It said something about, it was something, they were saying something about it. I don't know if it was wrestling. And she's like, she's like, isn't that the person, isn't that the guy that hates you? And I was like, podcaster that hates me? And she's like, yeah, isn't that the podcaster that says that you hate him? And I go, no, what podcaster hates me? And she's like, she's like, she's like, you told me there was a podcaster that hates you. I go, no. I go, oh, no, that's not a podcast. That's actually a, a, the CML Informa show. The guy that hosts the show, he says I hate him. And she's like, who's that? And I go, you remember the CML show on Galavision? And she's like, yeah, the, the lead ho- announcer? She's like... That's the guy who thinks you hate him, and I go, yes, that's like. And she's like, how the fuck? Does... So her whole thing is like, how the fuck does she? How the fuck does that guy know you? And I'm like, it's the, the internet. It's a small Absolutely. world now. The internet. I was just laughing because I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm surprised she remember like that stuff. It's like because I showed her the the, the video of uh, Marco Corleone giving us a shout giving out. you props and yeah. giving Rob Veeper, Rob Veeper, Veeper and Lucha Blog, yeah. and so. And then she's like, she's like, oh, that's the guy. I go, yes, that's the dude. He used to it. And she's like, wow, I didn't realize you were that known. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know I was that known either. But it's like, but I was just laughing. Um, back to that, he would have been better on, as an announcer on the Azteca show. That and see, so so just because he thinks I hate him, I actually think he would have been a better announcer on that show because that shows their weakness is the announcing. Really, and the that that segment with the 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 Japanese lady, Senora Senorita yes. Cometa. Did you? Did you grasp that she's actually talking to people in Japanese? Uh, to be honest, I didn't watch. When she was interviewing, I just fast forwarded. Yeah. So, I mean, I have no way of knowing. Well, I watched the first few, and it's like. I, I remember seeing an interview when I was 18 of Tom Ernesto playing a rib on a Chick Donovan, uh-huh. where he starts interviewing him in English and mid sentence just turns to Spanish. Uh-huh. And Chick Donovan just had this, like, like. Uh, deer in the headlights look like he didn't know what to say. And that's fine. That's but fine. That like, was a rib. <laughs> and once it's fine. Once once you say once you do the joke one time after yeah. that it just it gets old. Absolutely. So she did this thing and the one first person's like what I don't understand. The person's like I don't understand looking at the camera <laughs> at the cameraman and going I don't understand what she's saying. And so like it's funny the first time she keeps going doing it over and over and over it's like okay now the people now it looks really stupid because she's asking them questions and the person's like I don't know what the fuck she's saying like oh, I don't know what she's saying <laughs> what's the story about her who like who is she I think she does um, a, another Azteca show mm-hmm. and they think I think the Azteca, Azteca people think she's funny so they're using gotcha. her and you know once you know how it is in wrestling if you think something's fun, somebody's funny you're gonna use that person and that group you know, like Lucha Underground with the yeah, intergender tell, thing. Tell like, the same joke over yeah. and over so it's again like, because uh, you think it's hysterical. Yeah, so it's the, like... The equivalent of uh, Vince McMahon still thinking the uh, the name Lipschitz is hysterical. Yeah, so it's like there's certain things that are that that that, that, that promoter's going to think or TV people are going to think is funny. Mm-hmm. And you have to suffer through it for the rest of your <laughs> yes. life. 
So, um, yeah, but the matches have been, I mean, I like some of the matches, you know, they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the Mosca versus Atlantis probably wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> I mean, I'm not a big, I saw the Mosca, I saw the Mosca versus Angel de Oro. I saw their, their match. La Mascara won the CML Light Heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. It was an okay match, but that show had a, like it was stacked. Like the entire card was stacked, and like that was like the one match that you said was okay. And it's like, shouldn't that have been like the best match? Yes. <laughs> or, and it wasn't because they were for La Mascara is very limited, and then Angel de Oro mm-hmm. is limited. So it's like, yeah, how bad? How 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 much? I wonder how much the Ingobernables merchandise has been hurt by having La Mascara and Puroth as the two members. <laughs> yeah, talk about two people who stick out like a, a sore foot. And La Mascara... In an otherwise it, great uh, team. The Rush... Well, it's, now it's just Rush, but it's like... Yes. With La Sombra and Rush, it's like, ah, you can have La Mascara. It's passable. And La Mascara is liked by women, so it's like, that's kind of... And he comes from a... I guess that helps. But like Puroth. I'm waiting for them to do the Incorvernables Puroth shirt. Oh, he's one of the guys seeing, I just can't take. And seeing... Uh, seeing uh, you, know, you, know, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm patient... It, it takes a lot. It takes a thunder for me to get fed up and just. That's the other great hands. thing. Th- thunder. You get rid of thunder, and then they elevate Perot into the Ingobernables, and then Cibernetti goes down the promotion. Like, oh, when are they going to have like a like a solid promotion? Yes. Like, there's always somebody that shows up that kind of screws it up for everything for everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Lucha Underground. You haven't. What's the last show you watched? I have you haven't really, seen anything. From yeah, I haven't watched season. anything. I I have only watched the first episode of the season. I actually have all the episodes ready to watch. But, yeah, geez. you know, well, at least the past ones, the ones that. Well, there's been so some far. good matches. Um, Daga debuted. Daga mm-hmm. from AAA yes. debuted. And how he, was that? He um he lost to Hano Jr., which was like Meltzer got upset about him. Because you know how everybody loses except Cobra Moon mm-hmm. in their debut. Everybody who has debuted has lost their, yes. their debut match. And so Meltzer kind of got upset about it. And I'm like, dude, that was a great match, though. It's like, you can't get upset. <laughs> he lost to Tejano Jr. It was a really good match. They basically, Somebody like, yeah, they look they looked good in the match. And so um, so um, then they had the trios match. They had this really good trios. They're having a trios tournament. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Rey Mysterio teamed up with Prince Puma and uh, Dragon Azteca Jr. Really good match against Johnny Mundo, Cage, and Taya. Um, Taya actually didn't didn't fuck it up at all. That's great. Which, I mean, for those of you who hate intergender matches, <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually didn't have a problem with her. What they did was they had, they had her do a lot of comedy spots and, like, do interference and mm-hmm. just run in double team, do a lot of that stuff. And she, I mean... You gotta give her props for taking that. She let, she got thrown through a table in another match in a singles match against Cage like a couple of weeks ago. Yes, she got thrown through a uh, table. So it's like, give her props for at least doing stuff like doing her uh, doing, doing her, her thing. Her and, you know, job, some of the I mean, some of the some of the and I can understand people hating the inter- intergender matches. It's like they they've been a little bit. I don't I don't I think hate they're, the, they're overdone more than me hating the concept of them. I think I think the more we complain about it, the more they're gonna do it, so it's like oh, don't yeah. bother. <laughs> don't don't complain about it, they'll stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. Let's not suggest what they might do, they might get upset. Well violence. you know what well, you know season three, the supposedly one of the things that got everybody upset was um I don't wanna reveal I don't wanna spoiler it, but mm-hmm. um involves sexy star and everybody got outraged over it. The people who read the spoilers are mm-hmm who know about it they're all outraged it's like interesting it's like it's like I don't really I know it's not you have to watch the thing with Lucha Nerds, you have to watch the show because even if that happens you know it's not gonna last because they're and that's the one bad thing with I think that's the one bad thing that 
when you read about it and the tapings, you think, oh, this guy lost the belt. He just won it and he lost it the following week. But then when you're watching, it's like it's basically a two or three week span or like with Matanza, it's been it's going to probably be the entire season that he's going to be champion or I don't know how long. Yes. I don't know because I haven't read spoilers. I, 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 it's not that I haven't read spoilers. I just don't remember half the stuff that I'm told. So it's like. <laughs> and and it's, it's just funny. Whatever misdirections happen, I, we're so used to that in wrestling yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Matanza, Matanza, I mean, well, the, I could. Uh, should you read about the Matanza injury? I, that yeah. He, and the, that he put his hand through a window. They apparently had one window that was fake fake glass oh my god and then they had the one that was real and, they and he punched up. the wrong one. Oh, <laughs> like, oh. but he said it wasn't as bad as they were making it out to be he's like he got st- he got five stitches i'm fine he's like and then angelico apparently like i think he hurt his uh, i don't know i, I read something i don't know because sometimes i think it's a lot of some of the stuff it seems like it's worked so it's like uh-huh. i don't really want to get to like oh my god you don't want to invest yeah. too much in yeah yeah um, unless one of the wrestlers tells me it, like, and even then, it's there, there's such bullshit. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I don't want to put too much yeah. thought in. I mean, we've been to indie shows where guys are trying to work you on injuries and that kind yeah. of thing. I mean, small indie shows. Not yeah, just, so it's like, yeah. So yeah, um, with a grain of salt. The other thing that happened this well, this past week's show, um, they had a Matanza versus Mil Muertes match. Mm-hmm. Um, it ended with them brawling on the top on the rooftop of um, Dario Cueto's office. Oh yes, and. Um, Ma, Ma, Mil Muertes did the that his finisher the flatliner mm-hmm. and sent him crashing through the to the rooftop into the into the office. Oh wow! So that was the finish. So you think that was the finish of the show, right? Yes. So no, the finish of the show is this is what I'm. I, we talked about this earlier. Um, we go back to the part where I, they um, they go to the the police station and they show a, a picture of um of Bale deceased. <laughs> so then they have another list that says missing and in the missing list in the missing list it's alberto big rick hernandez oh no way conan and then there's somebody else i can't remember who the other person was so essentially there's everybody who's no longer there's in a it. possibly open door since they're missing missing well yeah or they're completely gone for good yeah but they're they're not deceased yeah they're so. not deceased yeah well they weren't they weren't murdered anyway so but it, just, just saying deceased, I like it. No, because in storyline... I had, know it's storyline. In storyline, it wouldn't work them as deceased. <laughs> they're just missing because they left. Um, they're, I don't think Alberto's going back, so it's like... that. Uh, that the odds of him and Hernandez is definitely not... I still not, find that amusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so... Um, so they're doing the the, the 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 chief is there. She's she's and this um, councilman shows up to talk to her. The councilman is played by Lorenzo Lamas. No way. Of renegade fame. No way. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. God, I haven't heard his name in years. He looks so old. I I thought it was Lorenzo Lamas, and I'm like, but he had a beard, and I'm like, is that Lorenzo Lamas? And I, I was gonna tweet it out. Like, this is, is the is first that... time I've heard his name, and I I can't remember how long. Yeah, and I'm like I'm like, is that Lorenzo Lamas? And I I didn't want to say anything because <laughs> I didn't want to be that that guy. Look, it's raining now. <laughs> Can you hear that, folks? No, no choo-choo trains today. No, no but rain. No truth that it doesn't rain in LA. It is raining today. It's raining water. Hallelujah. So, um, so he shows up, and I guess he's going to be like a corrupt. I don't know if he's going to be a corrupt councilman or something. Mm-hmm. But it's just like one of those. It's an interesting little addition to the whole. Bad, the city of Bell isn't nationally known because remember that the whole. Uh, 
the whole city <laughs> city uh, council and bell was pretty much oh, yeah. taken apart. And everybody <laughs> went to jail. So it would actually work. Oh, for that would be such a great. It would work sport. for Lucha Underground since it's a, technically who's going to really Boyle Heights. We're all grouped into the yeah, whole exactly. LA thing. It's all Los Angeles, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So he's now he's now in the up part of the show. So it's going to be interesting to see what his role will be in this. Although you know, people are probably gonna complain. Oh, is he gonna is he gonna be a part of the? Did you hear about the dark? Um, before that, there was a, a, a somebody who posted a a story about David Arquette, who had supposedly claimed he had pitched an idea to Lucha Underground. No, I, I of a of a wrestling manager called El Borracho, the drunkard, the drunk. Uh huh. And um, supposedly he would be somebody who would be drinking, and like all of a sudden he would use the, a bottle to like get you know hit somebody over the head to like caused the disqualification or something but i think he was thinking like and apparently they turned it down yes. and i was like i was thinking well that's kind of a little too old school like that's a that's like an old school type of a 1990s type of gimmick that well, would have well, been also it's, it's like horrible to watch you know it's like ever since ever since i was involved in like local india lucha in like in the early 90s when, yeah there's been borrachos everywhere there, <laughs> yeah in the audience <laughs> yes. in the dressing yes. room oh. no, but no but what i when you're talking about a gimmick like that, you, you know, it's like, it's like, it was mostly luchadori, so there weren't as many, uh, you know, American-style wrestlers doing the hybrid thing back then. Yeah. So whenever somebody, uh, you know, come to the scene, if I could have, a, if I could have a, a nickel for every time somebody said, okay, Kurt, I got the greatest gimmick for us. Okay. We're going to be called the immigration officers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they always seem to be the first person. To yeah, think La, La Migra. And it's been done for years. And then you and give years. them the bad news. You do realize there's a luchador named La Migra. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then you there's a now a tag team called La Migra. Now there's a trio named Border the, there, Patrol. And, there was a tag team called La Migra in 1981. Yeah. I mean, before that, actually. Yeah. I I think they were even winding up. Border Patrol, I think, was a what was the name of um Bill? Oh, Mercenarios were the Mercenarios. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a great that, gimmick, very yeah. good heat, but it, it, it does amuse you when, when, you know, when American wrestling fans think, oh my God, we're going to do something that's never been done before. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's been done over and over. You know, I always hated the State Patrol in WCW. This is going off topic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just never liked them. I, I, Sergeant I, I, Buddy Lee Parker. Or I Colonel agree J- with you on that one. I, 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 I don't know, like, I try to get into them, but it's like, try to like, as like, you know, because in WCW, they had a lot of guys who weren't really pushed mm-hmm. that were just like mid-card guys or preliminary guys to put over the stars. And there was like Mike Jackson, guys like that. Oh, and, yes. And like, but State Patrol, I never really like, they never really like, even like, even when they had, um, what was the other tag team that was there back then when State Patrol was there? Oh, God. Like Man at Work with uh, Chris Canyon and Mark Starr. Oh, I forgot about that. Those guys. And then there was the Armstrongs would do that work type of work, too, like to put over guys, Scott and Steve. Yes. And it's like, and it's like State Patrol just never like, I never really got into them for some reason. And I, I would think I would be into that t- sort of thing because it was, oh, State Patrol. It's like, ugh. Yeah, well, and leave it to WCW. Even if there was something that I preferred, like they would still. I would, I preferred, I preferred Buddy Lee Parker's time as um the leprechaun more than more <laughs> than dug, the, okay i dug the leprechaun i wasn't a big fan I of his liked, work and then when i found out he was training the guys i, could, I was like oh i could see why they're not that always puzzled <laughs> me because i because i remember hearing uh i would have to rewatch their matches to, to 
to maybe see that maybe yeah, I just... but the, the leprechaun, well, you know me, leprechaun is... He didn't really rustle, he think, just ran around. I know, he just ran around and did runs yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. I know a lot of people didn't like it, I dug it. Yeah, but it's... Oh, speaking of, of that sort of, uh, that brand of wrestling, like Titanes in El Ring, <laughs> I'm not making this up. There is a a fellow in Argentina who is going around claiming to be the illegitimate son of Martin Cardagian. That doesn't surprise me, considering with Lucha, like, remember the emails I used to get about guys being, claiming to be illegitimate yes. sons of um, certain wrestlers. He's going so far as he's, is he's bleached his hair. <laughs> and got the same haircut? Yes! Oh yes, my god! Yes. In 2016? And, How old is this guy? Uh, probably in his 30s. Oh my so god, te- what the Technically, fuck? it's possible, not probable. You gotta be pretty fucking crazy to get your hair just like Martin Cardi. Cardi- oh, yeah. totally. And the funny thing is, when you look at him, his nose, he has that same big schnoz oh, that geez. Martin Cardigan had. No disrespect to the family, his family. That's no that. disrespect. It's but just, the hair was ridiculous. I mean, I was exactly. like... Exactly. And the only reason it worked is because it was him. Yeah, and it was a gimmick. I mean... Exactly. It, it was his hair back in the... I mean, it's 60s and 70s, right? Uh, yes. So that's, that was a style that was back then. But I mean, in 2016, to bring that style out... To like, have, yeah, have ta- vanilla taffy bleached blonde hair. Yeah. That beard and that big nose. His name's Martin... Iriarte, if I remember right. Oh, but uh, I saw a picture of him on Facebook. I'm like, wait, what's this? And so I started Googling around. I actually found uh, actual news stories. Of, Did you ask Paulina about it? I haven't yet, but I'm going to. Yeah. I, I want to ask her about that. I, like, I, what's going on with this guy? <laughs> I am so curious. That yeah. He's somebody who has been involved in the business to some extent. <laughs> it doesn't shock me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it never shocks me. We always have... Yeah. Uh, uh, they, this is this is this is this this whole shocking side of wrestling has basically made Bix a, a bit of a star among the internet wrestling <laughs> yes, community. Yes. So. And I always and, and and I always want to give a little Bix as in David Bix and Spam for those who don't Bix know. Bix and the six oh five podcast, which he and the great the Brian si- last the six year. hour podcast. That's hard. The six hour know. podcast, yeah. but it is. An, I, I I have to say this. It's a great great podcast. They probably do it hey, a little it's, longer. It's but good. I heard thirty minutes of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a very lengthy it. one, but it is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not being an asshole or anything. Oh, I know totally. totally. I heard thirty minutes, and it's really good. But I only had thirty minutes because I had to do something else, and it's like, it was. And the reason I I do I do I would like to listen to it, but I mean, you guys doing podcasts stick to like a two hour limit, man. Come on. Yeah, I second that because I get to listen to the whole thing because it. Where I work right now, at least the chore I'm doing at work, I can listen to podcasts all day long. I can do it while I'm working. So I but, take it. You've, but, so I take it you've heard the eight and a half hour podcast by Chris Zellner and I have uh, not, Dylan no, Hills. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm <laughs> not going to listen to no. Well, but that's the thing is, I would not listen to a really lengthy podcast if it wasn't really good. And this yeah. one is good. But well, Chris's is good too. But say if Chris I, is I, good. It's just I, it's just really long. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. exactly. And they, they have a lot of variety in it. They Here we go, getting into trouble. We just ah! <laughs> No, I'm, pra- I'm, I'm totally praising them. But if I were transferred where I had to work, say, with the public all day and couldn't listen to podcasts, I just wouldn't have the time. Yeah, yeah. And that would frustrate me because this is great, great stuff. I you, highly you, recommend this well, podcast. If I was like 10, 15 years ago and you told me to listen to these podcasts, I would be in cloud nine. 
Yes. Because yes. I was in that time period where I really wanted to know about wrestling and all stuff. But then mm-hmm. since that, a lot of the stuff they talk about, I already know about. There's not really going to be a, if these are great for fans who are trying to like remember stuff and and, it's, it's, and or maybe miss that stuff or learning stuff that they didn't know. I mean, I grew up watching a lot of American wrestling, a lot of lucha, and a lot of Japanese wrestling. So it's like it's kind of like there's not going to be a lot of, for me to like. Although Bix and Chris have had shows where I'm surprised at stuff that they they reveal that I didn't even know about. Yeah, I, I mean, I got. I, got I still a, love I love Chris's podcast where he did the UWF stuff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's still one of my favorite, the Watts UWF show. That's probably the only four-hour podcast I've listened to. Oh wow! I I, I, I just can't that. I just so can't listen to the four. I just it's just I just don't. No, have I, I I uh, you know one of the first podcasts I ever oh, listened God. to is was before. Uh, uh, we're see, folks. We're still being mesmerized by the rain yeah. because it rains so rarely these days. Like that movie Dune. Yeah, I know. It's it, like rain's coming down, and we're like Hallelujah! It was really windy earlier, so. <laughs> Oh, but uh, the first podcast I, you know, aside from the Figure Four podcasts, was you know me. I, I, I used to be really into zombie movies, but you know they made so many of them now that yeah, it's like of, it's like why, why? But there's this great podcast called Mail Order Zombie, and it was I can't remember how often they did it, but it was a good two hour podcast at least, and it was, it was a husband and wife who did it, and it was really entertaining, really good. And it got so popular that they upped it to three hours, and then they started having little, uh, like, subcategory shows. Yeah. And before I knew it, I kind of said, whoa, this is like six hours a week of stuff, and as much as I love zombies, I I, I don't want to invest that much time. I, I just stopped listening to it. See, I would, do, I would mm-hmm. do podcasts like that if I could figure out how to make money doing it. Yes, which I yes. I haven't to this day, so it's like I don't really, and I don't have the time to do it. Either. But any whoever can do that, like ML, MLW does that and stuff like that. Yes. Meltzer, the Observer does that. So it's like it's like I I just I don't see the point in doing that many podcasts if it's something that you're just doing for free out of just for fun. If you're doing it for fun, yeah. That, so it's that's like cool. it's like two hour podcast every so often. like when people tell me, hey, why aren't you doing a podcast? It's like we're just doing the thunders. <laughs> That'd be funny. Well, <laughs> You're holding the recorder and you get shocked off of it. My hair, my hair stands up on end. Yeah. I, I had the afro yeah. I had when I was 17. Yeah, well, well in fact, I remember... This is the only thing I, I've noticed. I think we're the only ones that do podcasts where you hear all the uh, the, the thunderstorms, uh, trains, <laughs> babies crying, people talking in, in the background. Imagine if we had a video set up, we could do, have umbrellas and stuff, yes. you know? And, yeah. You no, know, but, you know, it's because I, I even remember uh, Jeff Walton asking us when he's at one of the Simi Valley shows, like, like, how do you guys make money on this? And I said, we're just doing this for giggles. We're we're just having yeah. fun doing this. We're we're not, you know. I don't even I don't even plug stuff I do like the shirts and stuff like that. I never plug anything. <laughs> like I don't plug anything. It's like I forget all the time because I figure people are going to visit the website. They're gonna see it there. I don't yeah. really see. I don't. I'm not that type. I'm like. Oh, I forget too. I, I'm like just yeah. Do whatever well, you want. In, I don't give a fuck. In fact, you know? I, I be, earlier today I thought about. Oh, wait, I gotta mention the six oh five podcast, and I forgot about it till it came up. Oh, right now. Oh, oh you were gonna mention it. And and on on that note too, if you and, and you got you got to mention the great Brian Last because he got into a whole heated discussion with um, Lance Storm over. Um, oh my god! And uh, yes, yes, I over um, Chris Jericho's um, chest where he was. Where Brian Last Brian Last does a is the co-host with Jim Cornette, 
mm-hmm. and he made a comment about Chris Jericho's chest looking kind of weird. And Lance Storm got very annoyed about it and like took, got very upset at him, took shots at him. So then Brian Last comes back and decides to call him Cunty. Lance That's Storm. right, I saw that. That's right. <laughs> and I was just laughing. And this was before, this was before Lance Storm did even the, the stupidest thing he's done. Okay, when people pass away, you oh, never, yes. you never, like we've done shows where people pass away and there's been people who have died who were like, for, well, the most part in wrestling that I think the majority of people who have died in wrestling, I don't think I've known personally. Uh-huh. I think there's been a few that have died where you've known them and yes. maybe you've might've said, Hey, yeah, he was, he did something like, Oh, well the time we did the red Bastine comment and we made the comment about him. Um, that we told the story of Superboy. The Superboy yeah, stuff. Yeah. Which it wasn't even that. See, see, and we got kind of caught. We got some flack from a couple well, of people see, over here, it. Here's the thing. It, well, also when Vern Langdon from Slammers passed away. Yeah. I was pretty frank about how I felt about him. I wasn't trying to bury him, but I wasn't going to go People Magazine and try to and say... And you didn't like, say anything bad about it. You just said something about what had happened. And, yeah, I told I think I, it was with Slammers Stand, right? When we did this? It was when we did Slammers Stand. And I, and I was saying I, I didn't like the way he operated. Yeah. And I, I thought he took advantage of people, which is true. I didn't hate him, now, but you, all, you also didn't. You also didn't have a friendship with him. It no, wasn't like a, so. It wasn't like it wasn't like you were. I, mean, I knew him for a short time. Yeah. So, so Lance Storm, Balls Mahoney passes over the way. Lance Storm writes. Um, he writes this thing where it's like, um, we. I sorry to report that Lance uh, that Balls Mahoney passed away. Um, I wasn't very close to him, even though Balls may have thought that we were friends. And then he just continues on and on about how, how he found um, Balls Mahoney was a really nice guy, but he was um, very loud, and he liked to ask me how I was doing. And I was like, <laughs> too friendly. How unusual. Yes, how unusual to ask somebody friendly. how they're doing. So he's like, and then, he would, weird. and then he would tell me all how he was doing. And I'm like, oh, Lance, he's having a conversation with you. Wow. So Lance Storm like, and I didn't like that. So it's like, so then Lance Storm blames it on introverts. And I'm like, dude. It's like, don't blame it on introverts. Just don't say anything at all. Yes. I'm like, first of all, I'm probably kind of a borderline introvert the mm-hmm. way I am. You're kind of outgoing. Yes, I am. I've never said you're annoying or, oh, I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe Kurt asked me how my life, how I'm doing. What an asshole. <laughs> it's like, dude, How many no. people do I ask how they're doing? Yes. And how many people ask me that? That's yes. just part of like... Life. That's bizarre. Yeah, so he got... So then he writes at the very end, he's like, it's sad... Um, he talks about how him and Chris Candido feuded with Balls and Axel mm-hmm. and ECW. And he's talking about, well, I lost a friend. I lost somebody. I, um, I think a, uh, somebody he, he, um, he respected or something. And a guy who I really didn't like, but I had many matches against. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, wait. And maybe this, this might make, make more clarity to the situation. It would make sense if Balls Mahoney was somebody... Who had ripped a bunch of people off? Yeah, There's yeah. Something horrible, pro- and and I yeah. You mention it then, like I I don't he, like, but it's almost like it's he had the sounds like he had these quirks the way Lance Storm saw it. That why bring him up, up at all? It's not like he was like if he had a drug problem and yeah. Lance had a problem with that. Hey, I could understand that. Yes. But he had a problem with him because he was nice. That is so bizarre. I was like, he was that nice. So I, was like, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, that That just cracked me up. Oh, um, my God. So we went to a couple of recent shows. Um, we we should had, talk about uh, it. Uh, well, of course, we uh, went to the show where we met and talked with both Mascara Dorada and, and Oriental. Oriental. 
did a lengthy interview with Orient that I haven't even which you're, gonna, which you're going to be posting on Lucha World tonight, right? <laughs> no, you're the whole transcript tonight. I'll, I'll translate it this week for sure. But but all joking aside, that was a really fun conversation. Well, it, it wasn't even like I was saying it. It wasn't even an interview. Mm-hmm. We started off as a conversation and it just continued. Like I was like, "Hey, you want to do an interview?" And it just kept on going as an, a conversation. Oriental was a really nice guy. Really nice very guy. Very guy. very friendly. He was very happy to 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 hear that we were we asked about his his sisters. Um, yes, Rosie, Esther, Alda, and Cynthia Esther, Moreno. Who was one of my favorite baby faces when she was in all Japan? Yeah, and he he was very happy to hear about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he kind of. I was pretty bummed out when I told him I was like, "Hey, so what do you think of Sepien being in, um, involved with the full promotion?" Because he was <laughs> at that right. he was at that press conference, yes. and he was like, "He." And as soon as I said it, he was like, "Oh, I hated it," and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> so I was like, I, all of a sudden, my turn, my whole conversation kind of. Although he was very easy, easy to talk to, so it was like it wasn't that bad of a. Yeah, he. I, I would say, you know, I, I say most. I would say uh, he was probably major, most major players have been approachable, but. I say he is one of the most approachable. I would think him and Negro Navarro were really the the easiest guys that we've talked to. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. All the guys, I agree. Classes. Volador Junior. Actually, yeah. most all of the guys that I think Master Dorado might have been like the yeah. hardest one. Like, but it is funny how Oriental we didn't really we, we were just kind of shaking his hand. And yeah, and he, he just, like yeah, he, and we didn't even ask for an interview. We just started, I just I just told him, hey, dude, I didn't even know what are you doing here, and he was like. I'm the Luchador Sorpresa, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> so you m- want to do an interview? Sure." And he was like, in town visiting family. Right? Yeah, he had family. Yeah. That'll be in the interview. <laughs> like, that's, that's the cool. that's the that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, I, and, and no, all joking aside, again, I'm, I am looking forward to reading it. Yeah, I, I know it's a I know it's a hassle doing long transcripts, but uh, when I was hearing you guys converse, I you know I I can pick up little bits and pieces. And, and you know that's going to be awesome. And that's the thing. Like when 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 I see other people do interviews. You could go like kind of prepared with who you're going to interview because mm-hmm. you know that person's there you're, or you're scheduling the interview with that yes. person. But like Oriental was basically somebody we had no idea he was on the show until I saw him there and I was like, hey, isn't that El Oriental? And you're like, you didn't know who it was anyway. Like, I think you saw his mask afterwards. Like, oh, I can get it. Yes, that. I did. Yeah. And, but before that, you hadn't because I saw him without the mask. I was like, I think that's Oriental. And then he wore the mask. Like, yeah, I think it is him. And then when we saw him afterwards, that's when we started talking and everything. Yes. But it's like I didn't have a plan of questions that I was going to ask him or anything. I think there was so much stuff I... Like when he told me that he had been in AAA for 15 years, I was like, oh shit, that's right. You were in AAA for like 15 years. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like if you're the interviewer, I was more excited because I was like, oh, you were in CMLL. And it's like, oh yeah, that's right. You weren't in CMLL for that. You were there for like maybe five years but it was AAA was what it's interesting right, yeah. that is what you remember yeah yeah and he That's... was saying and he was saying there's a lot of people who rem- rem- remember him more because of that than anything else and then we saw Little Cholo at that show we saw Dr. Wagner Jr mm-hmm. and we actually only saw one match and I actually I actually saw half of another match because I had to film the match because you backed out you chickened That's out right. I could, well because Hector Canales wanted some footage stuff. yes and I am backwards when it comes to modern day technology so I knew I was going to screw it up and um, apparently you didn't have to be the only one that would screw it up cause but you didn't screw it up he, he had his uh, uh, yeah he had an iPad to film his, uh, his uh, match uh-huh. but he didn't want the match he's doing like some something for YouTube like he's trying to do some yeah. uh, video for YouTube um, so I was able to get the entrance half the match and then his um, iPad starts it stops recording and it tells me that it's full it, the storage like the video the video is full yes and so I end up spending half the time trying to get it like yeah. pretending to look like I'm trying to get it to work 
so you see me in this match going to him, putting the iPad in front of him, saying it's not recording. <laughs> So his match, his match. He, at one point, he's getting choked out, and that's what when we went to do the Oriental interview, we had just talked to Hector, and we were just laughing about how I went over and I go, "Hey, it's not recording," and he's like getting choked by um, I I, I think it's Diablo Roquero, Roquero Diabolico, or something mm-hmm. like that, and um, he's getting, and he's like, "Press record," <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, "It's not recording." So I stay there for a while, and I'm I'm thinking, do I stay here, act like a I just stand there acting like I'm recording or do I just go back and just end yeah, it was full. so then um, we see um, Zach Zachary yes our, our good friend Zachary at the FPW yes. show and he's like he's like what happened to the iPad I noticed you were having trouble with it and I was like <laughs> it stopped recording and I was like Zachary is great yes. I, I love I love Zach I love the way he can catch these little things that probably yeah. no else in the arena is picking up yeah so you just these little idiots I was like, I was like good do guy. I stand there the whole time and I'm like because I'm blocking people's view the whole time so like do I do this or do I yeah. Do I just leave? I was like, ah, I'm just. No, gonna he did leave. it right. Yeah, and, and and you got what he wanted. Yeah, and then you finished. And, he, and Hector's such a nice guy. He was. Yeah. He was... And anybody else, I probably would have said no. <laughs> he's a he's a cool guy. Actually, him and Piloto would probably be the only two guys I'd probably do something for because they've always helped us out. Yeah, they've always yeah. been really nice. Actually, with us. and Superboy's family, yeah. of course. And... and speaking of which, we Superboy we... show. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, he's back in the promoting game again, which we're happy of. I thought this was the best show he's promoted. Really? Yeah. Because uh, the opener was really good. Yeah, uh, Rocket Boy Wilson and was it Tony Suarez? I think it was um, Donnie Suarez. Donnie Suarez. Yeah. A really solid opener. Yeah. Very good. I, I, I've been uh, hearing a lot about Rocket Boy. This is the first time I saw him. He was like at a show like a couple of weeks, like one of the shows that we went to last year, I think. Oh, was he? Yeah. I I was laughing because... Last year, we... First show we went to was the Mascarada show this year, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's been months since yeah. we've been to a show. Yeah. I, I, I think he was at the Volador. I think he was on the Volador Junior show. He was like in the opener or something. Ah, I, I was laughing because years ago when uh, uh, Dan Farron and Larry Doyle were still promoting Calat International, we did a wrestling show at uh, the Mondo Video uh, Shop in Los Feliz District. And uh, we had it in their back parking lot where I think legally we were, we were not supposed to be doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's Lucha, though. But these guys, <laughs> it's wrestling. <laughs> exactly. And these guys at Mondo Video, they, they were a couple of wild men, and they said, we have a guy who wants to be a manager. And I went, uh, well, you know, you guys are kind of sponsoring it, so I yeah. went out. <laughs> and there's this guy called Rocket Boy who was this guy who uh, was a bit of a space cadet. Uh, <laughs> well, this Rocket Boy... Were, yeah. This the, Rocket Boy looks like he could he could go he, places. Yeah he, yeah, he does. He does. And actually, I like that other Rocket Boy, but I was just kind of like, whoa, there's a difference between this Rocket Boy and the Rocket Boy. I was impressed with the TJ now. guys in the main event. Star Boy and um, TJ Boy, I think, were the that two That was guys. interesting. They were actually... Although the match before that was the, the better one. I think it was the one with Superboy's kids. That was the Superboy best, Jr., Indu Jr., um... It was the third was one because I know, of course, Legacy. The, Legacy was on the side. youngest Super Bowl. Yeah, fan I thought that was like the best. That match. was that was a really solid match. Uh, actually, I, the show was constructed well. Uh, the opener was nice. The second match was a match made clearly to uh, book an angle involving our old friend Frankie D. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Be putting up his hair on May eighth. Uh, against uh, Piolin. Mr. Piolin. Mr. Piolin. Don't get it. Don't call him That's Piolin. That's right. Mr. Piolin. Sir Piolin. Sir Piolin. Yes. 
It'll be a hair versus hair, the two of them, uh, May 8th at the arena in East L.A., right? Is it going to be the Clayla Avenue? Yeah, Clayla Avenue. In fact, we'll probably do a podcast before that so we can... Or are we going to that show? show. (laughs) I like like how you tell me that moment. Oh, yeah, we're going to that show. We're not... You don't know yet. (laughs) We were going to go to this past... um, We're... Actually, we we didn't we didn't decide if we were going to go this past um, Saturday. We weren't totally Saturday. yeah, but the, the yeah wasn't yeah because it was out. it was the the one we did want to go was Mascara Dorada. That was the one that we had actually like you had said oh yes. I'm going to that. I figure the only other guy that I I would really want to go see, and I'm sure you would too, is um Carbonarius. Oh man, yeah. And if Casas are one of those, I guys. would do anything I could to clear my schedule to yeah. see Carbonario. I mean, just to see him live would be awesome. When, uh, when was that show that we went to? The Superboy one? Yeah. It was, was... last week, right? Yes. And let me look it up. It was, I think, April 17th or 19th? I think the 17th. I know. It's like, I don't know these dates because everything's always going on. <laughs> I guess we like, should write these down beforehand. <laughs> yeah, we should write these down. Actually, I wrote all the... I wrote everything else down, down except that. Yeah, but it was a solidly booked show. I, I, I do think it was one... Well, of I know people, people that went to the show this with the... Because this past um, Saturday, UIPW show had... Um, Okumura, Fujin, Raging, mm-hmm. and um, people were really liking that show. They really liked oh, that. Very show. cool. And that was yeah. UIPW. Yes. Yeah. Was it four eighteen? The what was four eighteen? That sounds right. Whatever the Sunday was around that time. Four seventeen. Yeah, four seventeen. Yeah, here it is. I got it. It was actually it was the third match. It was Superboy Junior, Principe Indo Junior, Kid Tornado versus Legacy, Mercurio Junior, and Seiya. Seiya right. from Mexico. Yeah, that was the third match. Because the, the fourth match had uh, the Profeta Junior um, Romeo little discussion, remember? Yes. With that guy on your... Did you figure that out with the dude that got his haircut? I never got that. How... Look at it. I'm a... I'm a when I did the... When we did the hair bet with Dr. Lucha, when I did the hair bet with Dr. Lucha, mm-hmm. Dr. Lucha was a pro. He went and bought... Uh, he bought the razor... He bought the the scissors. He bought the set. Yes. He bought the to get his to get his head shaped Absolutely. at that show. Yes. These guys didn't have that. They had scissors, and the guy had short hair. That is so. Bizarre. At least Doctor Lucha let his hair grow long. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah, that kind of yeah. So he actually he went like I think him if we had just done scissors it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But this dude had didn't even, they used scissors and they could barely get like I think they got like a couple of rows in there that made them look kind of weird. But it's like <laughs> you should I would have shaped it all. I mean come on if that's yeah, what you're gonna have do. Yeah, some other stipulation yeah, where, yeah. where somebody can be humiliated by losing the match or by. Oh, Mysterioso Junior was on that show too. Though. That's right. Yes. Yes. So we said hi to him. Yes. Backstage, we didn't even know he we was didn't know him. It was yeah, because he no wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah, but he was very friendly. He was very nice. Like, hey, how's it going? Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. So, yeah. So should have interviewed him if I had known it was Mr. <laughs> we should have asked him. So, we should, we should so why are you called the Ray of the King of Yogurt? <laughs> Ray the Yogurt. We we should we should uh, uh, just go before each show and just ask each person, are you anybody special? Yes, How yes. about you? You well, well, that time we interviewed Volador Jr. Remember we were trying to get Mephisto, and um, the guys were coming out of the the locker room. The the I think one of the referees and uh-huh. one of, a couple of the wrestlers and Superboy's kids were coming out, and um, and they're like, oh Mephisto's here, Mephisto's here, and I'm like, oh really? Can you think we could get? You think you guys could go ask him if we could interview him? And they're like, ah, oh, we can't. And, and we're like, why not? 
uh, we don't know which one is Mephisto. Ah, and that's I was great. Just, I was like, we know he's here, that's but we can't tell. That's comforting to know we're not yes. the only ones. And I was just laughing. I was like, well, Mascar Dorada, I knew who yeah. it was right away because he was wearing his um, trunks. And, you've actually got a yeah. pretty, but you've also got a better yeah. track record than I do about seeing. like you, Ray you, Horace, Ray Horace. Yes. Yeah. Well, also uh, Sombra. Sombra. A few years ago. Long before like, we even interviewed. Yeah. You, you said, that guy over there, I bet that's Sombra. You yeah. were right. And it was yeah. just based off him walk the way he walked. Yeah. The way he yeah, walked, because that that's the way that he walked. pretty good. Yeah, and then now that you see him, he has <coughs> the full beard. Because he had the full beard then, yes. too. Yes, But he just had a, a cap covering his face and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so... What was I going to say? Well, we were talking about the Unmasked Mysterious Junior. Yeah, that was a good show, but um, what else did you want to talk about? Anything else? You know... Anything think, else going on? I think that pretty much winds it up. In fact, I, I, I guess since we're talking about... Not letting podcasts go too long. It might be a good, uh, good place to drop off unless there's any uh, drop off. That's how <laughs> it's sounding. This is like a this, wind up. This is the worst ending than the the show I did by myself. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, I, see, I, I I try to outdo you. If yeah. you do something bad, I'm going like, to do oh it my, worse. I did. No, I was all happy with like the middle part of that <laughs> podcast. I would say it was like an hour long podcast. I was okay with like the fifty minutes of it, and then like the final like. Five minutes, like, oh shit! What am I going to end the show with? <laughs> well, then, okay. That said, I'll tell you. Oh, uh, Dragon Lee's hurt. He's not wrestling this week. Oh, he's... like how badly hurt? Knee injury, um, strained knee. Ooh, oh. He's out. Um, there's some people who think that he might be the, because he said he's got surprises this year. Mm-hmm. So some people seem to think that's going to be him working the Super Juniors for New Japan. Oh, that's what everybody well, assumes. I hope he so rolls up maybe there. That would be awesome. That's no thunder. Thunder and it's not thunder. <laughs> oh, it's this is the good kind. This of is the good thunder. Um, loud kind of thunder. Um, that's what they're. And Kamatachi is in Mexico anymore. He's in New Jersey. Huh? He's working shows in the U.S. He's t- accepting bookings. Oh, U.S. Interesting. bookings. Yeah, that's interesting because I mean everybody assumed he was going to New Japan. But no talk about. No talk about going to New Japan. No talk about if he's going to be in WWE. Maybe for that global. Cruiserweight tournament. Oh, oh. Ring of Honor is involved with the, um, New Japan. Maybe he's going to join them. Very good. It's kind of weird. It's his his situation's kind of weird. I think maybe he kind of quit. <laughs> maybe he gave up on New Japan. Like, ah, I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> try my luck elsewhere. Yeah. Just try just to. Seem, just seems weird. Like he just seems kind of strange. That does seem odd. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, the that, reason, the real reason I want to buy the podcast is... Because of I, the thunder you got Well, scared. no, no, I want, I want to go home and I want to buy Photoshop so I can take the pictures of Vandal Drummond in his hippie gear. And I want to Photoshop it in with Kelly family photos. <laughs> I, 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 want, I want to see if I can pass myself as a member of the <laughs> Kelly family. You know? I, I thought you were going to Photoshop that hair. The Martin Heron to your head. <laughs> the Martin Cardigan. <laughs> I should have said that because you know, you know, Dan Farron's going to try. Oh do that my story. God! What well, you know? I do have to. I, I I think I will email Paulina and see if she has any. That's comment. just weird. It is strange. It's like because every now and then on YouTube, I'll see if there's anything new, any old history of Titanus in a ring. Yeah. You know, once in a while, something, some little tidbit pops up. But this is the strangest one I've ever come across. Yeah. So, what matches do you recommend we watch? Volador versus um, Caristico. Uh, you're, you're gonna oh, Carbonario Barbaca versus Mouth. Actually, this week Mascara Dra versus Mephisto again. Um, I think there's something else that's gonna be good. You, you, oh, um, Nero Casas wrestled Hechicero yesterday. No way. In Monterey. Is it? Maybe. Oh, I want to see maybe, that. Maybe. And I, I have to say, you're you're. 
this is even doubly uh, confusing to you, I'm sure, but I actually watched the Volador um, Caristico match twice. Wow. That's how much I liked it. You could have been watching something else and like I know, about that. but I, I really, uh, <laughs> I just enjoyed, I enjoyed both their work, but especially Volador. You know the trouble right now with um, like... I notice, like, when when Cubs fan posts his video, it's mm-hmm. like, I, I always think, did I already watch all this stuff? Because there's so much CML that airs live. Yes. And then there's tape, and it's like, oh, man, I don't remember if I watched this. Although now I haven't been watching, like, probably won't, I don't think I'm going to watch yeah. Pueblo tonight. So. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. I, this is the most wrestling I've watched in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting Crazy. to feel foreign. You still haven't watched Lucha Underground. No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> and there's a lot of good stuff on there. Well, until next time, ladies and gentlemen... Hope you're uh, enjoying yourselves, and I'm going to come up with an even worse ending. Hope you're having a super terrific uh, kind of afternoon. See you real soon. See you real soon. (laughs) And until next time, may the right hemisphere, the brain short circuit, the left hemisphere, the left hemisphere short circuit, the right hemisphere, and bing, you're there. Fredo, I actually got through it without totally screwing it up. See you next week, folks.